Hello, everybody. Welcome to the very first episode, the the inaugural inaugural. I guess that's wait, yeah, because it's not yeah, yeah inaugural. The very the, first the episode, maiden voyage. The maiden there it is. The maiden voyage of Faction Wars, a new world podcast. Uh, I am one of your hosts for this show, Stephen Fontana, and with me is Taylor Allen, who I, is my default expert in all things new world. How are you, Taylor? I'm doing excellent, Stephen. This I'm is, very excited to get into this. I've been playing a lot of New World. <laughs> yeah, this is really exciting. And, you know, you, you have been doing some stuff on TikTok uh, regarding mm-hmm. New World content. And, you know, I, I've been checking that out and I could see how passionate you are. And I just I had this idea like a bolt of lightning just strike me like, hey, let's do a podcast. So let's strike while the iron is hot. And New World has been in the news quite a bit this past week for good and bad. And I just think it would be a really cool thing to just sit here and just discuss Faction Wars. So, folks, Faction Wars is a a New World podcast, is a podcast about the latest news, tips, tricks, and stories for New World. And I'm going to tell you what character, what type of character build I play, and then Taylor will do that, and then we'll we'll, we'll talk about the news. Uh, I am level 36. I use the Life Staff, and I use the Spear. I absolutely love that my build right now. I'm kind of like I, I feel like a dragoon, and I love it. And I love using the trippy. I don't use the the spear throwing. I I'm mm-hmm. pure melee. Um, and I actually followed your life staff build recently because I was not happy with my heels. And oh, yeah. And I got an instant instant increase in my heels. Like I couldn't do it to the full because I'm not level sixty. But I, you know, I followed it along pretty well. And folks, if you want to know what that build is, uh, go check out Taylor on TikTok. Uh, he, it's one of his uh, pre- previous, most one of his recent videos. Um, yeah. Taylor, what about you? What, which, what, do you, what are you doing? Yeah, so I hit level sixty about a week ago, I would say. Um, and originally, I started out um, playing Fire Staff Rapier. Uh, I went in. I I played both the. Uh, Alpha, the closed beta, the open beta. I was loving Fire Staff Rapier, Fire Staff Rapier. But as we got more of our friends in, we were doing expeditions, things like that. No one wanted to play healer. So at about level 35, 40, uh, I completely respect, took up the life staff and have just like completely fallen in love. Um, And then for my secondary weapon, I kind of flip back and forth. Um, I was using the hatchet for a while. Um, and that, that was nice because it had a little bit of sustain. I wasn't super happy with the damage. Uh, I then flipped to Great Axe, and I've, I've really been enjoying Great Axe. Um, I feel like that combo is really nice. Uh, but actually, recently, um, because of you, I decided to put the spear on. Um, and I've been really, really happy with, uh, with that change as well. I, I don't have the spear all the way up yet, but... Mm. Um, I, I've just kind of been messing around with with what I have in that secondary slot, but you know, primarily playing heels. Yeah, um, it, it's cool. Like the thing I like about the spear the most is it has crowd control abilities. Um, with, with the sweep, you could sweep pretty much anything that's in 180 degrees in front of you, basically. Yeah. Um, and with the there's I forget what the move is called, but it's the one where you kind of like jump forward and and slash. Anything that's in front of you will get hit, even if there's multiples in front of you, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, 
I really like that ability. And then I have the jump kick, which does the same thing, and it also stuns. Um, so yeah. I usually start the battle with the jump kick, get them stunned, get a couple of hits in, then sweep them so that they're on the floor. Then I stab them while they're down, which is a really awesome move. I just love it so much. And it, and it's really helpful, especially when I use light armor. So I'm not necessarily, I'm pretty, pretty spongy, uh, yeah. not spongy. I'm pretty, uh, glass cannon like. So yeah. having the, the heal, the life staff as my true main, I would say, um, it, it it makes for some really interesting combat scenarios because I play solo a lot and sure. I would chuck in, you know, one of those uh, holy ground or whatever it's called. I forget what it's called. The sacred ground. The sacred yeah. ground. Yeah. I would throw that down right on the enemies and just go in there and just start whacking away with the spear and I basically yep. lose no health. And it's, it's a really cool, uh, really cool build. But, you know, yeah. the best thing I think what's so cool about New World is that you can change all of that on the fly. You don't have to make a new character. You can respec at any time, uh, once for free, but uh, well, not once for free, but free uh, f- below level twenty. So you can really try a lot of things out. Um, and you can respec each of your weapon masteries for free. Yep. Under mastery ten, which yep. is nice. So even if you hit max level, being able to play around with different things as you're you're trying out new weapons and stuff, I have taken advantage of that a number of times. Yeah. Uh, as I've you know wanted to try certain things and just not loved it, so. Yeah, big um, fan of that. You know, pre my previous MMO experience, my my deepest one is City of Heroes, and if you wanted to play with the different powers, you had to make a new character. Um, yeah, that was just how it was. You can respec; they were it was you know easy enough to respec your character, but only within those powers. So you would pick your your you know main attacking power, and then you would pick your defensive power, and if you didn't like the combo, you would have to delete your character or start a new one or whatever. Um, and then, of course, they limited how many characters you could have on a server, which they do in New World as well. But it really doesn't matter. You don't need multiple characters in New World because you could literally just swap your playstyle on the fly, which I, I really, yep. really enjoy. Yep. And even at, at high levels, when you're respecking for Weapon Mastery, it's a, a little bit more pricey because it takes like 200 days off, mm-hmm. uh, which... You know, if you're running portals and stuff, you'll get that back quick enough. But, uh, you know, it's still 20% of your your total um, your your total Azoth pool at max. Uh, but to respec at max um, max level, it's like 500 gold. Like you you can easily make that yeah, in a day. Bad. And so, like you can you can really you know kind of flip things around. And I've I've even since switching to heals have respec a couple of times. Uh, just because I want to, you know, kind of change my uh, point distribution a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was going 100% into focus and almost got, you know, 300 focus. But then I was just doing absolutely no damage at all uh, with my melee weapons. And so, you know, I've kind of played around with that a little bit and, and, you know, ended up in a place that I'm I'm pretty happy with now. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, transition here into news world. So we're going to find out what's going on in New World. What's what the news is. Taylor, take it away. All right. Number one, Stephen. Last week, Amazon announced new Prime Gaming drops. Uh, mm. So last week they released the Robin Hood skin set. They sure did. Uh, which include, included the Robin Hood skin, the Blow Kiss emote, the Prime Blue die packs, uh, as well as a couple of Crest packs, uh, as well as announced... Uh, the upcoming Robin Hood pack, which will be launch- launching this next week on November 9th, uh, that comes with a bow skin, more dies, and another emote. 
they also announced the next the next set of Prime drops that are coming November 23rd and December 7th, titled The Autumn King. And we yes. don't know what those are going to look like yet. Yeah. The, so. Yeah, the, the next uh, little couple of items is coming out on the 9th. That's the Robin yep. Hood Pack 2. Um, yeah, that's the Autumn King. What could... You know what's weird is that I feel like that should have been a Halloween thing. I agree. Right. I think they should have done that first, but yeah. uh, I don't think I, I think they didn't want to get in the way of their actual Halloween skins that they put out. Sure. Um, yeah. you know, and, and what they had there. So, you know, maybe this is something a little because like, what if it's like a but... like a pumpkin king yeah. thing? Like, or or like a, a skeleton or yeah, that would be something like that. Weird. But it's just a, it's just a dried yeah. up leaf. So it, your, your skin, watches, it's a, it's a ghillie yeah. suit. <laughs> it's going to end up looking just like Santa Claus. <laughs> Wrong season. Yeah. Um, I've been, I've been very underwhelmed with the, with the skins in the game. Um, I just feel like there's a lot of people walking around looking exactly the same. Sure. Um, I think they need to get a better transmog system in place sooner rather than later. Um, cause obviously you can like reskin your stuff if you buy a skin or you get one of the prime gaming drops, but, uh, they actually have some really cool, like weapon and item skins that you can just get in the world. Like yeah. I very early on, I picked up a great ax that was like a, a big anchor, you know? And so I was running around with this massive anchor that was my great ax and, um, it's just gone. I can't make my weapon look like that, even if I want to, you know, have this like piratey theme. I feel like if they just added transmog in the game, where if you pick up a weapon and you salvage it, you get the transmog for it. That'd be you cool. Can make yeah. your weapon look like that down the road. And I know Diablo eventually added things like that. Other MMOs have things, so I, I would hope that that's at least coming. But it, it would be nice to get a little more variety in the look and feel of things. Mm, speaking of things that are coming here, Taylor, we yes, have some, we have some interesting changes coming yeah so over on the new world forum uh one of the developers uh screen name zin ramu uh went into detail on some of the upcoming changes uh to pvp they talked about territory control war and open world pvp uh so currently steven um at level 60 unless you were doing faction pvp quests there's no reason to flag for open world pvp it's not very valuable. Um, you don't really get anything out of it because you don't need XP anymore. Um, right. So they talk about that and how they're seeing level 60 players no longer flag and they want to make that more enticing for them. Uh, so some of the things that they highlighted here uh, were things like increasing your luck stat uh, if you flag for open world PvP. So when you kill enemies or open chests, you have a higher chance of getting uh, legendary or rare drops. Can, you, uh, they can also... I interrupt you for to ask you a question? Sure. So I don't do PvP. Mm-hmm. If you flag for open world PvP, can you just get attacked at any moment, or do you still have to agree to fight? Yeah, you, you can be attacked at any time. So mm. um, me and a, a couple of my company mates will actually go out, and if you lay down in bushes... Um, you're harder to see when you're flagged for PVP. The icon doesn't show up um, as far away. Uh, and so we'll like lay down in some bushes or hide behind a wall or something and wait for other people doing PVP quests and then you know kind of jump out and surprise them. It's, it's pretty fun. I, 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 I have to transfer to your, your server because I need, I need to experience more of this game 
there's so much of this game like the pvp stuff and like the the one of our next uh news bits that you have here i've i've I have no idea what that even is um i'm still on the first level of the faction like token thing like, i haven't even upgraded that I, I i don't know i'm just doing a lot of side missions i'm playing this game like i played the witcher where i'm just becoming sure. way too overpowered for the story <laughs> there's yeah. really no point <laughs> continue sorry i, I just yeah. i was curious no. just the the way the mechanic works i wanted mm-hmm. to know what the risk what the actual risk was i know that you could you know get you could fight other players but like i'll accidentally hit somebody and they'll be like hey you're not flagged for pvp why are you doing that I'm like oh yeah. i'm trying to heal him i'm using my healing yeah. healy stick so like I'm, hey knock it off yeah um uh some other changes that they highlighted though was um for level 60 plus players uh, if you kill another level 60 plus player, they can drop gear that will improve your high watermark, which is their gear score system. Um, in addition, they talked about some potential uh, open world activities uh, that you can only do if you're flagged for PvP. Um, some like environmental things that, that may pop up. Um, so they they said there's a number of things that they're working on to try and entice level 60 plus players into open world PVP mm. more often. Uh, one of the other things that they highlighted was uh, changes coming to war. Um, and some of the big things uh, that they talked about here was the fact that defenders are winning at a very high rate in this um, little write up from the developer. They said across all servers, defenders are winning about 80% of the time. Wow. They say they want to see defenders win more often. It should be really difficult to take a territory. Um, but it sounds like they feel like that's a little bit too high. Mm. Um, and obviously there are some things that factor into that, you know, some of the exploits and bugs and right. issues with wars that are going on right now uh, that they're working on fixing. Um, but they said that they'd like that to, to come down a little bit and they want to reward people um, for participating in war and, and have it feel like it's more rewarding. So yeah, uh, they I didn't mean, that, go... that makes total sense. You know, that's, yeah. and that's, that's part of these evolving you know mmo slash games of service like you have to see what is actually happening in the game on a massive scale to really understand how those mechanics are truly going to work um and that's kind of what that that's the one thing that makes me nervous about new world because the player base dropped significantly over the last two weeks um two or three weeks and i'm scared that Amazon Game Studio might abandon this if the player count doesn't rise a little bit, but they also have to address a lot of these fundamental issues in order for that player count to arise. So it's like a chicken and egg scenario where I don't know what is going to happen first, and I'm I am nervous about that. Um, so I'm curious to see w- uh, how quickly these changes can come and how much of an impact they'll truly have um, on the community uh, in general. Yeah, I I agree. Um, I I think one thing that goes unnoticed um, because they're not very good at sharing this information on other platforms is their developers and community managers are insanely active on their forums. They're in there responding to threads and explaining why some of these issues that are coming up are difficult to solve for, Mm. difficult. QA tests for and things like that. So uh, to their credit, one of their uh, community managers, uh, Luxandra, they are 
all over the place. They they probably sleep two hours a day. They're <laughs> just all over these forums. But the hard thing is, optically, it seems like they're not doing anything because once a week they'll tweet out patch notes, um, and you know once a week they'll post in the the Reddit, you know, the patch notes. Whereas, um, you know, in their forums, they're way more active. They're interacting with the community community and things like that. Right. Um, so I, I think if they can kind of solve this communication issue um, and get that information in front of more people by getting it uh, on more platforms, it'll be easier for people to kind of understand, you know, why these changes are taking a long time or why uh, these bugs pop up in the first place and things like that. So um, yeah. And just, just having the name Amazon already gives people a bad taste. Yeah, 100%. Um, just based on the you know the mega monolith thing, uh, mega corporation making a video game, like every decision is going to be under a microscope for this game right off the bat, um, and it's their first real release. You know, like they yeah. they don't have the they they didn't have the benefit of the doubt because of the Amazon name, and they should have because it is their first foray as a cohesive unit to make something and it's a massive thing that they're that they're undertaking um and it's going to be an interesting it's going to be a really interesting balance because like an ea for example who has been one of the surprisingly good developers over the past year and a half uh, with their decision making and their in their approach to pr and all that stuff like it took a while for them to get that that benefit of the doubt back you know yeah and I really worry about the perception, the public perception with the way that they communicate their patch notes with the way that these stories are being written. Like for example, the gold exploit that happened last week, um, which has now been fixed. Um, they reopened, you know, things like that. And then the server transfers before that, where people were waiting hours to get into the game. Cause, and which is a good problem to have, but still a, a problem. Like it was the, yeah the punchline to a lot of jokes with a lot of people who weren't playing new world and were just like, Oh yeah. What, what were you playing? Uh, you know, Q simulator, um, yeah. you know, s- stuff like that. So it's, again, that goes to my, to my nervousness about what, what kind of support this game is getting. So yeah, I'm with you on that. They need to put a couple of faces to the the team and put them out there in the open so that they could openly communicate what's actually going on. And, big thing and i know you agree with me because i've heard you say it they need a content roadmap like anything three month roadmap anything would would be really helpful just to not that we need the content not that it's something that is we deserve or anything like that but it's a pr move to say yeah we do have some stuff coming here's the roadmap even if you even if some of it's pie in the sky 2023 if you throw it on a timeline, at least we know you're looking that far ahead, you know? Yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly. And during the open beta, um, some of the developers came, came out and said, um, you know, soon after launch, they were going to have a content roadmap, uh, live stream. Um, and then they have been just radio silent on it since then. Um, so I, I would love to see them, um, make good on that, yeah. make some kind of announcement, say, hey, you know, middle of November, uh, beginning of December, we're going to have this 
this roadmap live stream and just kind of show what the upcoming year of content for new world looks like um, through like game leaks and, and data mining and things like that. We know what some of the things that they're working on, you know, they've already said they're working on five or six more dungeons. There's an, uh, an unreleased area North of Ebon scale reach that is going to be coming out. Um, but we, we don't know what the timeline is on those. You know, if it's like a six months kind of thing, if it's a, a year and a half kind of thing. So do we uh, know it if it's nice. paid? Um, they haven't said, I, I don't believe that it is. I believe it's just uh, additional content. If, added. To if the you game. zoom out of the current map, you could see how much real estate is on in this world, mm. like for you to actually explore. And I really worry that we're going to have to pay more money. Uh, yeah. for, for that the, stuff. The nice thing is, unlike most other MMOs on the market, there's not a monthly subscription fee. So right. I understand they need to make their money one way or another. The game was 40 bucks. You know, if they put out an expansion every year, every other year, that's 40 bucks. I would be okay with that instead of paying 15 bucks a month to play the game. Right. So I, I, I don't know. Would you I, rather... They haven't really. Sorry. Okay. Would you rather have longer waiting periods for larger content or would you rather have smaller you know every like how apex does it you know sure uh i think they can do both um you know kind of take the the destiny approach where um you have seasons where maybe they release a new weapon um you know they've already said the void gauntlet is going to be coming uh relatively quick after launch um so you you can do smaller content drops like a weapon like um a new elite zone or an in-game event or something um and and have that run every three months and then have mm. bigger content drops every year sure you know every 18 months something like that right um, that'll add a new area new dungeons things like that mm. yeah so that, personally cool. I, nice. I would love if they took that that approach you know kind of go the the destiny model minus the removal of content after certain uh, that, that's a whole other podcast yeah. Good God almighty. All right. What else we got? Yeah. Uh, the last thing uh, from news world here uh, is this last week, uh, Amazon game studios activated outpost rush for good. Hopefully. Um, now we were talking a little bit before the podcast. Um, you haven't played outpost rush. That's a, no. a 60 plus mm-hmm. um, event. So I'll, I'll kind of give you the rundown of what that is. Outpost rush is a PV PVE type of content it's 20 v 20 and it works a lot like a moba you've got three lanes with uh three different control points um it's you know like a a mix between a moba and like domination in call of duty where you're holding down these three points the more points you hold the more points your team gets right okay um so they finally reactivated that this last week um and i've played a bunch of it and it's really fun when it works well um now the same issues that plague uh uh, war pvp are still persistent here uh aoe heals are really really strong you've got invulnerability exploits you've got the hatchet uh bug that's causing issues so all of those can be very frustrating but when you get into a good game and it's close and you don't feel like people are exploiting bugs and things like that Mm. uh, the game mode is a blast and on top of that it's very rewarding 
Um, you get a chest at the end that always has some decent gear in there. It can drop legendary uh, gear pieces. You get gold, you get Azoth. Like, it's a, a great way uh, to kill some time, practice your PvP in a less um, stressful environment um, than a war. And it uh, is, you know, very rewarding for the time that you put in. So, uh, so far, two thumbs up from me for Outpost Rush. The biggest things they need to work on are things that plague the game as a whole. I don't think there are really that many issues with outpost rush as a game mode right now cool um i wish they had some more pve stuff to do yeah um aside from just you know collect these and kill that and find this and whatever but i digress we'll 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 see i'm sure their first major update is going to have something for that pve exploration um now let's get into Another little section here, and this is going to be where your expertise really comes out. Tips and tricks. Now, per hey. Jer- or Taylor, sorry, per Jersey, your your stage. Yeah, name. you have you have a lot of these, so yes. I'm very curious to know which one you're bringing to the table today. Okay, uh, yeah, and if you guys want to follow along with all of these tips and tricks, I post four to six times a week on TikTok, uh, just new world tips. So, um, you can follow me over there at it's perjure. The one today is one that I haven't posted on TikTok yet. Steve, Ooh, I have this one scheduled exclusive. for Monday. So you get a little sneak peek of Monday's moneymaker series. You get a daily bonus for doing your faction quest. Steven for the first three faction quests every day, you get 10 times rewards, including gold, XP, faction rep, and tokens. Ooh. So that means a f- PvE faction quest that would normally give you 20 gold actually gives you 200. I am paying my rent with this every single week. It's the best thing that you can do without having to worry about the market to make mm. easy money. And to maximize value on this, I have found that high-level elite zone faction quests are the ones that pay out the most if you're just looking to make some coin. Uh, so definitely look for, you know, Shattered Mountain, Great Cleave, Eden's or uh, yeah, Eden's Grove, Reekwater, things like that. Okay. And that is your tip or trick of the week. So now we're going to do something that's not on the dock, but it's for something very quick. I would like for you to give a new New World player a tip and trick for when they get started. Okay. For brand new players, the biggest thing is while you're leveling, don't split your attribute points between too many things. Mm. I've talked to a lot of people that are like, yeah, I'll put two in strength and one in constitution. And then the next time I level up, I'll put two in dexterity and one in intelligence. Focus on your primary damage dealing stat while you're leveling and just put points into that. That's going to be the easiest way for you to get through content, especially if you're playing solo, to be able to deal some damage, get through the stuff, and not get clapped when you're going to new zones. Indeed. Indeed. Well, Taylor, I think that's going to bring us to the end because we kind of, uh, you know, sprinkled our stories throughout the, uh, but maybe, maybe next week we'll talk, we'll have some specific stories from the new world to, to speak about and our experience. And hopefully you and I will get actually get to play together. 
Cause uh, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that server transfer and you know, you'll help me get up to level 60 so we can just do all that silly content. Very exciting stuff. Folks, Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you want to listen to us uh, on YouTube, you can also do that. We're on youtube.com slash dual screens TV. <clears throat> Excuse me. You could also support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash NDS podcast, just like our Patreon producers, Colton, the apprentice Nestler, Vegas girl on fire and FNH Paul. We cannot continue to grow without all of your support. So thank you so, so very much. And again, the show, if you want to look for it, it's faction wars. A New World Podcast. Tell your friends about it. Are you obsessed with New World? Write into us. You can. You can actually write into us. You can write into Taylor. Taylor at ndspodcast.com. It's simple. Send, send in your that's, questions. That's T-A-Y-L-A-R. My mom doesn't know how to spell. Taylor. Taylor like, like a, at ndspodcast.com. Like, a, like I always say, you sound like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles villain. Yep. Taylor. Anyway, that's going to do it for us. Thank you, Taylor. Thank you, listeners. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. And as always, be excellent to each other.